Retromania Pro Wrestling Podcast Network is a Moonsault Media production and is intended for private use only. For more information, contact Retromania Podcast at G. I'm Vince McMahon, damn it, let's hear it! Somebody call my mama! I am the boss! I've got a big surprise for you, for Mr. McDaddy! Ruthless aggression! I'm gonna stop being so damn nice. You're fired. You're fired. Yeah. You're fired. You're gonna burn in hell. You mess with me, I'll make hell look like Sunday school. I own my own competition. Shut up. Drinking on the job. What the hell is this? The WWF is mine. WCW is buried. Anything about the original ECW sucks. Shut up! There is no chance in hell. Suck it! Stand up, you make me sick. If you're an imbecile and you're from Hartford, you'll say... That's my point. I'm gonna kill it! Oh, hell no! My name is Dreamer. Michael Cole, shut up! You're fired. You're fired. My football hits. Son of a piece out, my brothers. Daddy's coming home. She just took a trump. Brett screwed Brett. You deserve to be screwed. You deserve to be screwed. I will never ever forgive your mother for giving birth to you. Life sucks, and then you die. Shut up. Play the game, you son of a bitch, huh? You think you want to? I've got an insatiable appetite for life, and I want more, more, more. And I'm a victim of what came out of your demon-infested womb. I think I'm going to go to the nearest nudie bar and and have a drink. Come on, Jerry, you're coming with me. Come on. Women. Now then. Chris Benoit. Who the hell do you think you are? Well, actually, things are going real well with the XFL. I'm glad you asked. What's up, boss? <laughs> How you doing? Yeah. What's good in the hood? Just holding it down, trying to take care of business. Keep it up. I'm a nigga. In my rectal area. What? Oh, no. When you stuck... You violated me, Austin! You violated me! Heal! Heal this woman's breath! Heal this woman's voluptuous breath! You feel it? I feel it! You do want to be employed, don't you? You know what I see? I see your mother. I see two spoiled, ungrateful little rich 
bitches. That's what I say. I enjoy destroying lives. And watch. I can even make my ass do tricks. Watch this. <laughs> Don't cut the cheese. Riggle's not looking at you. Kiss my ass. You and God versus me. Vincent Kennedy McMahon and the product of my semen, my son Shag. You might have some support from this audience, but 95% of them are idiots. My testicles are the size of grapefruits. Whoa! Making love to a dead person, you know, a, a female dead person when you're a guy is, and you're in this thong type thing, it was like, come on. That is like high comedy if there ever is. But let me tell you this. I am no pervert. I'm here simply to remind you of the four words we just saw and the, what we call the WWE signature. Those four words are then, now, forever, and the most important word is together. Welcome. Hey everybody and welcome to Retromania Pro Wrestling Podcast Network presents The State of Wrestling. Uh, this is a special bonus podcast here joining me, cohorts, co-hosts, members of the hosting squad, Jimmy Price and Will Rodriguez. Jimmy, what's up? Hello, hello. Good to be back with... Big bonus Billy. Big bonus Billy. God damn it. That's <laughs> he's on he's on he's on all the bonus episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Willy Billy the goat. <laughs> the dick up in there. God Willy. God willing. Uh Will, how you doing, baby daddy? <laughs> uh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, don't call me Billy. <laughs> Yeah, that was weird too because I have, I've got a brother named Billy. <laughs> exactly, but, uh, you, got a, you got a brother named Billy. Yeah, you call uh, me Willie, but don't call me Billy. Big, big bonus. Be in my name. <laughs> he's, he's but real, I, I'm, it's real I, BBW. Hey yo, uh, I am. Wow, what a mess. Happy to be here, Kobe. Thanks, guys, for coming on. <laughs> oh, we're talking the state of wrestling and as much as a wreck of this intro is <laughs> um holy shit uh what is going on vince mcmahon retiring tony khan claiming to be the longest running <laughs> ceo of, of sports entertainment and uh uh triple h coming back into power stephanie mcmahon you know burning that book and uh, just becoming the the queen, all hail! Uh, what the hell is going on, guys? And I, uh, I, it's, I never thought it would happen. Like I, I think a lot of people have that reaction. Our like, I, like, like, I, well, I mean, maybe in our lifetime, but not in not in Vince's. Uh, <laughs> the um, like, even when even when the story broke about a month ago. When the you know the, the story about the hush money came out and you know it's all over the news and he came out on SmackDown and said, "Welcome to SmackDown." And you know I, I I still like didn't think it would actually like come to him you know stepping down uh, from power. So it, it, it's kind of it, it's still surreal and like the jury's still out as in terms of you know how much change we're gonna see 
Um, but it's definitely a, a, a day that I didn't think we would see anytime soon. It's funny because, like, you know, there's the 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 money transaction app, PayPal, and uh, Vince <laughs> Man used PayPal. <laughs> <laughs> for millions of dollars worth of blowjobs and whatever else nefarious means um, wow hold on um, time out is that true what paypal no, he's okay. <laughs> okay i'm like he, i'm over here thinking like, oh, sorry he, sorry. he <laughs> created his own financial app called hey pal uh, I thought that, he. I thought you were saying he used paper, oh, which no. would have been a cherry on top yeah. of the story. Well, they definitely tracked everything uh, because uh, uh, they definitely want residuals. Yeah. Um. Uh. The money that has been lost by the company, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. I mean, what are you, what are your thoughts coming into this, Will? I mean, like, uh, it's. It's it's sad to to say that like the the fact that he's a sex pest wasn't enough to uh, remove him from fa- from power. It was the fact that he fudged the numbers. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's the money that removed him from power. It was, it was the fact that they were like, oh, this you know now it, what it went from like twelve million now it's fourteen million uh, on the books that should have been recorded as a company expense. Like that's what forced him to retire. Mm-hmm. Not the fact that the hush money was even paid out. Wasn't enough. He like, he was still, a, you know, a part of creative after the story came out. It wasn't until they realized, Oh, the booking is wrong. And now, now the feds are involved, which is interesting. Like now the federal government's coming after Vince McMahon. And it's like, Oh, Ooh, okay. Well, I mean, I guess this isn't the first time. I beat him once, pal. <laughs> they're come. They're gonna get that win back, brother. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Two out of three. Two out of three. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then then so we come funny, back. Like the last image that we'll see of him on TV for for the foreseeable future is him jumping off of a set of stairs, uh, like just like Mary Poppins style. Um, just like getting his poppins and his filling, but <laughs> chef kiss. You could have seen this coming for for a mile away if if you're an outsider looking in. Nick Khan mm-hmm. was brought in. Um, a lot of moving pieces were brought to the forefront. The old guard essentially has uh, been eliminated. You know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got finally got. Uh, Johnny Laurinaitis out of there, and it's interesting. Like these these last few years, he's he's like gone back to like his comfort zone and bringing back his favorite, uh, you know, uh, cronies with you know Pritchard and uh, Laurinaitis. Laurinaitis apparently being you know probably just as much or maybe more of a scumbag as as Vince. Um, so it's just it, it's yeah, and like that like Kobe like you said that that last image of him jumping off the steps it's just uh couldn't couldn't write it any better um but yeah it's sad and, and, and i think like in in this in this country and you know elsewhere like i think so often it does just come down to you know the money and if something is going to adversely affect you know this you know x corporation then 
oh, somebody might actually see some consequences, but otherwise it's like, you know. Yeah, think if this was a still a private company. Uh, yeah. They yeah. were public yeah. in 2001, uh, 2002, um, you know, to be the full quarter of a year, uh, if you put it technically. But yeah, it's been nearly, nearly 20 years of this uh trying to keep things under wrap think of so much stuff that happened beforehand um in the dirty days of wrestling think of so many things that will never be brought to full disclosure due to ndas or just people not wanting to step forward well yeah it's it's absolutely the tip of the iceberg here like no no doubt and i i think mo- most wrestling fans most logical wrestling fans uh, acknowledge that. Um, I don't know when when did when did WWE become a publicly traded company? Because obviously that's what's bringing all this shit to life is the fact that yeah, it's it's not like AEW where it's a private company and they have an easier time hiding. You know, <laughs> not that AEW has us, but you know, it, if WWE were a private company, they would have an easier time being able to wrap this up but the fact that there are shareholders and all this other you know the board and all this other nonsense involved was that after wcw before wcw well that acquisition it was right at the end um i think it was 2002 i want to say what do you i think it was uh, march of 2002 so like after the acquisition of of wcw yeah yeah so like right after so we probably won't know the details but like at this it was actually point, october 99 oh oh yeah yeah so was, and i remember because this was right after uh russo left well i'm sure some of, the, some of the board the board of directors or whatever that they hand select anyhow they yeah select them uh doesn't mean that they're like these stand-up citizens or anybody but of course they're, they're people that are shareholders to like other conglomerates like football teams or um uh some type of like uh bi- like sports business venture uh company like uh barstool sports you know uh mm-hmm. like that uh those type of people are 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 part of the committee in in uh wwe so those type of people do have like some type of financial interest. So, uh, you know, hearing these stories about Vince McMahon is kind of offsetting considering the, the people, the, the picture that people have painted of him over the years. Uh, but we all kind of knew like, come on, you did that shit with Trish Stratus and, uh, <laughs> and, and and other other female talents of the rosters where you you demean them and misogynistic things i mean we all saw the writing on the wall in a way you know yeah yeah i mean it, it's it's been clear for for a while and i mean like yeah there was like you know more serious uh you know allegations you know from you know going back to the 80s with the uh the uh referee um can't remember her name right now but yeah it, it it's you know vince is a creep and we've we've known vince is a creep and you know i'm guil- as, as guilty as any wrestling fan of just you know kind of putting that to the side sometimes when you know in enjoying the wwe products because you know it is you know as, as much as he is the the head of it you know there is a lot of good people who do work for that company and so i kind of justify it that way but you know 
uh, I don't think anybody was under any illusion that, that he was a, uh, a good human being. <laughs> well, thoughts coming into being like a wrestling fan, experiencing uh, Vince McMahon throughout the years of being a wrestling fan? Um, you know, for, for me personally, again, um, the, the WWE product was never enough to, to grab me into being like a weekly watcher of, of wrestling. Um, before 2019, it was, I, I remember once trying to watch like the Hulu cut of, of raw and it just, something wasn't clicking. Yeah. Um, and there are, there's a bunch of factors, you know what I mean? In-ring product, the promos, all the other nonsense, you know, wrestling fans can go on and on and on about it. Um, so it is exciting to think uh, that now that as of today, you know, what is it? Uh, July 25th, 2022, uh, <laughs> Triple H is, you know, uh, uh, the head of creative. Um that again it can't get worse so there's that like it literally can only their their product can only get better from here um so as a you know three-year wrestling fan this is phase two of the new golden because like you know everyone was like aw came around it's kind of like the new golden age maybe not quote-unquote golden age but you know what i'm trying to say there's a new new era in wrestling with AEW came around. Mm-hmm. But now that Vince McMahon is out of the picture for WWE, and if if there's a lot of questions around, you know, what can Triple H do um, with the main roster? But right now it is. It's like phase two, you know. I mean, phase one was AEW being born. Phase two is Vince McMahon's out of the picture. Now WWE can't compete with AEW because they couldn't compete with this man in the picture. So it's super exciting for someone just coming in and just knowing everything about Vince McMahon and the fact that his product couldn't make me a wrestling a wrestling fan. Now it's like, uh, if Triple H can scoop up the indies, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he's done it before. I, I, I kind of thought about it like this could be their uh, Empire Strikes Back moment. Uh, you know, <laughs> AEW being born was a new hope. Mm. And uh, yeah, now yeah. Triple H is rebuilding the Death Star. Oh, perfect analogy. <laughs> so uh, leading off the heels of the last topic, Will, you've experienced some NXT to an extent. Uh, how do you feel about the potential of Triple H taking over and his booking uh, decisions compared to that of uh, a Tony Khan with where when Triple H took over in NXT, he kind of uh, had those free pickings of the indies and these guys that uh, had been around for a while. And then, you know, Vince saw some foreseeable future in some, and then he, you know, uh, let the others go on the uh, the old uh, we we wish you well in your future endeavors, um, and then AEW starts. Uh, h- how do you feel about what it, potentially Triple H could do, what he did, and uh, what can be done now? Oh, that is a great question. Um, 
So I like I as of today, I, I've seen a lot of you know today being the first day of Triple H as head of creative for all of WWE. Um, you know, I've seen I, I I've seen some criticism about his his failings of when NXT switched over to the two hour format and live television and, and all that, and that's probably fair. Um, again, as somebody who is new, three years into being a wrestling fan, I don't necessarily think that's completely fair because he he still always had that limitation of NXT is the development for WWE's main roster specifically being you have to make something for Vince McMahon yeah Mm. exactly so I think now now that he has that freedom, and there's still, I, I, I think there still is that criticism of of, of Triple H's booking abilities. Um, I mean, the three hour format for Raw is difficult to to. I mean, that's a that's a goddamn pay per view um, to 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 book that. But um, I I'm I mean, as as a as a new fan who came into this because. AEW existed. I am extremely excited because uh, I have I, I I've seen. I mean, gosh, Saucer Saucer Bailey uh, in NXT. There, there's so much. Uh, uh, not El Generico. <laughs> uh, Sami Zayn and Nakamura NXT. Like there was so much he did. Again, it, he was afforded the opportunity by being able to scoop up the Indies. Which some people see as a bad thing, which I I agree with, but also, but isn't it makes that it... what Vince did back exactly then? exactly, and it, yep. it affords you an opportunity to make the best show if you have the power to scoop up the indies. So uh, yeah, in terms That's of what Tony Khan did too, and you reevaluate from there. Yeah, exactly. And I guarantee you, if you give any of those people like with that criticism, like, okay, you're going to start a promotion in late 2013. Who who do you want? You could have anybody. And I guarantee you, it would be like person for person, like Kevin Steen, El Generico, Kanta. You know, I guarantee you, they would build the exact Thanks. same roster. Same roster. So I I I'm a little more as somebody who is not familiar. Um. With the extent of NXT, because I know there was a there was a period of NXT with like the reality show period of like the first iteration of NXT, mm-hmm. and then there was like the Triple H Black and Gold NXT, which I did go to see one live show um, in DC at the Anthem, and uh, it sucks because you know <clears throat> everything that's been revealed about Velveteen Dream. But he had a match against Ricochet that, like, again, tying into the, the the live performance of this was this was this was before I got into wrestling, where I remember seeing that NXT. I was like, NXT's coming to DC. Hey, Kyle, you want to go? <laughs> and so we did, and we wound up getting. Um, it was general mission, but we still got like damn near ringside seats right. because uh, the venues environment. Yeah, yeah, the venue was bigger than NXT could sell out. But anyways, um, yeah, I just my perspective is 
is much more hopeful from what I've seen online. And I know tonight, like, I, again, I don't expect tonight or even the next few months to be a drastic change. But if he can even get back to, I mean, Adam Cole, I, like I talked about, Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano won. I didn't see two and three. I believe they had three matches together. Um, I didn't see the two and three. Um, but, man, if, if, if he can get to booking that, Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano won. Whew, we are in, we are in, again, a phase two. Like, AW form, form, formation was phase one. Vince McMahon leaving. That's phase two, where now AEW does have comp competition because his relationship with talent, too, because apparently a lot of people like him. Yeah, and to think it's nearly 40 years in the future when Vince changed guard. Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 1981, 82, he started gaining more control over his dad's. Look at that. Um, and now he's leaving under. <clears throat> certain circumstances <laughs> but uh yeah it, it's so crazy to to see how we could get there uh, there there slowly but surely there are being pieces and uh placements changed in the booking i can see already from raw from what i saw as we've uh been going through this podcast um i mean just hot starts and um a lot more logical booking sense you don't see the, the like you spoke of formulaic um i feel like uh hunter or paul gave the the wrestlers more freedom to do what was in their repertoire rather than being like you have this move that i like always do that never do this move you know, there's like certain things that Vince isms, which will maybe stay in place. Or do you think that they'll go away, guys? Like, do you think as 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 far as like Vince isms, like medical facility uh, and <laughs> instead of hospital, um, certain <sighs> words instead of belt, instead of title, uh, even Vince, Vince's uh, little gopher boy, uh, Kevin Dunn. What do you think will happen with the future of this old guard? Well, hopefully Kevin Dunn goes before anything else <laughs> happens. Yeah, like, exactly. That dude is just a cancer on that on that company. Um, as good as he is at the whole, or as good as he was at one point, because those uh, those uh, camera cuts are ridiculous. But yeah, hopefully, hopefully Kevin Dunn, uh, you know, leaves town, and uh, it'll be interesting. I think. I think in terms of like. Stuff like the the Vincisms that'll probably like fade away more than just like completely, you know, go away. But um, it'll be very interesting to see, um, and I'm I'm also pretty excited about it. Oh, for sure. And I mean, like, I believe it was SmackDown last Friday. So what was that? The twenty second? I don't know. Twenty twenty two, um, where um, Austin Creed. No, not Austin Creed. Is it Austin Creed? Yeah, Xavier Woods. Sorry, I watched too much. I'm, I watch more G4 than I watch uh, <laughs> WWE. 
uh, Xavier Woods referenced IWGP and God, I can't, I can't, it's, it's, it's slipping my mind cause I didn't watch it live, but I saw the reaction on social media where he referenced on commentary IWGP and God, I want to say ROH or something. And everyone was just like, Oh, so, um, Maybe yeah, I think the Vincisms, I think the like going back to the, the Vincisms or whatever the term is, um I it I not only do I think they're gonna go away, they have to go away. <laughs> For sure. To to evolve the company, to get it away from as much as Vince has made his watermark on the professional wrestling business. Forced. Um, in a lot of ways, yes, you're right. Uh, we're, we're going to see what stood the test of time. We're going to kind of see what evolves from there. And Mm -hmm. I think it's really fascinating at this time. Um, we've lived through it in a way. Um, (laughs) it's so crazy to think this, this man, uh, nearly 40 to 50 years of impact on the wrestling business with influence in general but 40 years of running one of the biggest shows of wrestling uh and staying that dominant for that long uh is gone to think what 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 can happen next jimmy any thoughts yeah so uh i'm i'm sort of like of two minds and, and one of them is as of like right now he still does own 51 percent of the company even if he doesn't have an active role and my daughter so, is still my daughter so i can still exactly talk to my daughter the way that i'd like to talk to my daughter about wrestling. <laughs> right now with me and talk about roman reigns <laughs> <laughs> well i saw today that he he earned like uh the the wwe stock went up and he earned like 137 million Christ. yeah yeah it's a little you know a little. They, they call a little. that a, you know, call that a golden parachute, yeah, I guess. A little. In, in those circles. A little. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I think that we'll we'll definitely see some changes. I think that, um, you know, AEW is definitely a little bit more on their heels today than they were a week ago uh, with this. Because mm-hmm. I, I do think that, you know, the uh, the issue of, like, the, the Vince archetype and also Vince just, like, not having patience. Um in, in building and building a talent and really like, you know, letting them grow organically and with like, you know, in, you know, incrementally, uh, you know, with the creative. So um, hopefully some more long-term storytelling, hopefully some more realistic storytelling. The other thing to consider too, is that they're, I don't know. I, I heard that they went back on it, but they were talking about um, going back to a PG 13 rating for raw. Mm-hmm. Um, so that could have, that could play into this a lot too. Absolutely. Uh, this just in, uh, Finn Balor turned his name into Huckleberry Finn. I'm sorry. Um, I, well, I like I was so I was so scared to be like, is this real? Because that, that like a, a week ago, a week ago, you would have you could tell me that, and, and I wouldn't have been surprised. Like I could see Vince being like, you know what, Huckleberry Finn? Why? Goddamn! Why didn't I think of that one? <laughs> yeah, uh, it's going to be crazy to see what happens. I already see uh, small movements going into place as far as booking on this episode, as I've spoke of um, for Raw. But that's just one day 
uh, in, in the the booking scheme of everything. Um, they gave the news on a late Friday afternoon, which is good to like get it hidden and kind of cover it up. And we already knew the scandal would happen, but uh, you know the scandal was happening. But uh, to get it brushed under and to get him out of the way. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see where we go from here because again, like I said, he does still have the ear of people in the business. Absolutely. And, and if they really wanted to like, I'm half expecting them to run like some sort of big angle at SummerSlam because just to like really like solidify, you know, because it's good. I mean, it's good. It's best for business that, that people are, you know, continuing their interest in being like okay well this really is a new era so i could i I want to bring out here the paralegal that put my dad under the water (laughs) (laughs) where they're gonna have a uh and i like an i quit match and he screwed she screwed herself pal (laughs) you'll see on the videotape oh my god Jesus Christ. Sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> what, like what goes on, you know, like how, how soon until maybe he's back into the fold or he's in to the WWE hall of fame. Yeah. That's the other big, big question. You, you would think that they would, they would still do that. But I mean, if it gets bad enough, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Well, I mean, like now that, um, Stephanie and Nick Khan are co-CEOs. You think that the the power of inducting Hall of Fame members is now onto them? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And they would they they would probably induct him. <laughs> it would be. Uh, I think it's still going to be after his passing, in my opinion, uh, until he gets inducted. Well, let's see, because there's the jury's still out about what news is to come. Because, uh, you know, everyone's like, now that the federal government is involved with the investigation, uh, I mean, and uh, you know, social media has been a buzzword. Like, oh, he's retiring because some big news is about to drop. Yeah. So far, the only news has been like, you know, the whole uh filing with the yeah the financial side of it exactly the financial side the sec that's been the big news but there's still people like no there's something bigger something bigger yeah so who knows if he makes it into the hall of fame which would be ironic that would be so strange man it's the company that he built and it's it's kind of like he was a mainstay for nearly 20 years on camera as a character and 30 years as like a co-host or some type of form of uh on-set advisor what are they gonna do just i mean they can't chris benoit him (laughs) no Um, (laughs) it's strange because it could be like drug trafficking in a way to like steroids are involved or not steroids or whom you know something that's illegal um or sex trafficking in a way what do you think of that because that could be a deeper deeper subject of maybe it's some type of sex trafficking uh to where it's technically sex trafficking you know look if he's on the records for uh oh my god jeffrey epstein if he if he's anywhere on those books game over um 
I don't. I don't think it, it, it's as. I don't want to rank the series. I thought little though. Epstein was was one of the midget wrestlers from WrestleMania One. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. If he were to be on there, i Epstein. Do you mean Ep Owens? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Hold on, time out. Let's not joke about this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be in a job interview in about 20 years. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> no, um, no, with him, I, I, I don't think it goes as far as that. It's terrible. I absolutely, I, it's going to get like everyone's worst suspicions, like all the accusations against him over the years are going to be like, oh no, those weren't accusations. Those were fact. Um, I had a relationship with nails. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got to tell Will about nails. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> we'll tell you later, buddy. You can- <laughs> Next week on Retromania. <laughs> exactly. The nails retrospective. <laughs> the new wrestling fan about Vince McMahon and nails. Oh, I'm not looking forward to it, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I nails you know, hammered nails. Oh, you know, if we're, if if we're, if we're talking about his Hall of Fame induction, it's definitely too soon. Um, anytime in the next few years is too soon. While this investigation is going, because it started with the board, and now I think I read that like the federal government's involved again because not because he's a sex pest. But because of the filing of the fucking company and the money that he took from the company, <laughs> the hush money, like it's not the fact that he's a sex pest that the federal government is involved, but the fact that the hush money wasn't recorded properly on tax filings is how he's going down. No, and it's so a shame. This this is my podcast, so I, I, I mean. This is my own opinion. You're you're hearing me right now say this. A man paying $3 million to one woman over an amount of uh, a couple of years seems like an absurd amount of money. But if you think of maybe she's a madam that gathers other women for him and he's paying her that type of money. That's a different story, and I think that's a dip, deeper story, and I think that's that's part of the complex issue of this that'll probably go oversighted and uh, ignored because some of these women will just well, there is you know, like you know. that that is a possibility, but I think the fact that it it was employees of well, WWE, well, yeah, of course, that's how you that's how you siphon and launder money. Yeah, it it was employees and it was like you know specific. I think the one that triggered it was like the paralegal. Yeah, yeah, and then there was like it was like oh it's yeah you know, I don't know if it was six million, but it, the the amount of hush money has grown <laughs> since the story has broken. One person. Yeah, I mean, you're you're a rich person. You don't have the value of money. You know, I'll pay one million dollars for that Snickers bar. 
He he just got <laughs> what a hundred uh, again again a hundred thirty seven million today since it was announced that Triple H was head of creative. That's all it took. Interesting. Was Triple H was being announced head of creative, and the stock of <laughs> WWE went up a hundred thirty seven million or something. I love shit that like Triple that. H is affecting the stock market. Yeah, no, it, like, I'm the <laughs> biggest draw in the game. It's all bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, you know, um, again, the original question, the Hall of Fame question, too soon if they did it. That, that, that fucking Stephanie McMahon thing they did on, on SmackDown was weird. That thank was you, Vince. So awkward. And thank they, you, cha- they chanted, predator. they chanted, thank you, Vince, like, like as she started the promo. Yeah. Really? And she's like, and she's like oh, wait, guys, not until I say. Right, and it was like done programming the uh, automated fans. Seriously, it's like, wait, we all know why he's in trouble, right? Why are we thanking him? Oh my god! But the Triple H—sorry, not to hijack things—but the Triple H era of booking is promising, just because it literally cannot get worse. How many times has that been said, though, in wrestling? No! No! <laughs> As a new fan, don't tell me that. I mean, it, it, I, I don't think it will, but it could. It could always no. be worse. How? Here, Explain here, to me here, how. Here, well, okay. The oh, year was 1995. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell me that, that, that far a, back. We were doing a cage match, pal, and then <laughs> fake. we were doing a hug in the room. <laughs> that was cool. Um, no, oh, this has uh, got to be future. Uh, this is, has to be a future episode where I watch this match that you guys are referencing. <laughs> watch the uh, the fucking curtain call. Um, no, I've never I, seen that. I've heard I, about it, but I've never seen it. Okay. Anyway, sorry, I'll have to watch that. I, I think I think there's possibilities in uh, the future of AEW because of this new change in guard of hmm. the belief of the belief of triple h putting guys uh over that he had faith in before that kind of left for oh. w for aew sure malachi Keith. cody rhodes cody rhodes is a big name that came back so maybe <sighs> now he has more of a voice in wwe what do you guys think jimmy yeah, I mean, there's a lot of guys. Uh, I've seen a lot of people talking about MJF and what you know, how this adds to his situation a little bit because you know we could see you know him having an easier path there. You know, without Vince being you know all you know, worried about you know the the size factor. Um, yeah, you know, all of everybody who was tight with Cody. Um, yeah, I mean, anything could happen, um, and it's definitely definitely puts them back on their uh, on their heels uh fan club see that that's the problem is like a lot of people have a good relationship with cody and a yeah. lot of people have a good relationship with triple h yep. so it's it should be extremely worrisome uh to a buy roh <laughs> yeah i i I do expect there to be less. I mean, like obviously they've bled off enough of the roster. Like when Nick Khan came about, oh god, yeah, yeah exactly. Like there, there's no one left to fucking fire. So, um, 
Yeah, but with the combination of Cody Rhodes and Triple H over there, uh, I think and Stephanie. <laughs> Sorry, good. I think that yeah, uh, anyone who yeah, AEW should yeah, Tony Khan should be concerned right now. And it, but that's what's exciting. That is what exciting is 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 the, is the fact that now. When AEW came about, it was like, holy shit, someone's uh, going up against Fitz and McMahon. Now it's like, oh, this is a different ballgame with, with Triple H involved Can and his scooping the indies. But he did have Regal. When he was scooping the indies, he had Regal. Because that's the 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 respect thing that goes. It, it's, yeah. it's kind of like a boys game. It's like a boys league. You know, it's like, you know, yeah. boys with who? But... I do know that Daniel Bryan is boys with Triple H a bit. So it's so complicated. <laughs> things could change, man. Um, and Triple H was very respectful to a lot of those guys. He never really buried them in that way of like where Vince was or Stephanie was oh, like Vince. belittling them. Like uh, Triple H like worked Bearcat. Triple H. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sorry, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. You. Sorry. Yeah, no, that's terrible. Like those type of names and things like that. Like, but Triple H like helped try to put Daniel Bryan over, like yeah. main event of a WrestleMania 30. You know, um, I did watch that with Kyle, and that was and that was the WrestleMania. Sorry to go on the tangent here. I don't mean to interrupt, but <laughs> that was the WrestleMania that uh, Undertaker got his concussion. Yeah. And I remember watching that with Kyle as a non-wrestling fan being like, uh, and then looking to Kyle and Kyle being confused and Kyle being like, dude, this is not going as the plan. But anyways, yep, that was WrestleMania. Did you notice the difference of the intensity of Daniel Bryan's matches compared to the other guys? You know, No, I didn't notice that because Daniel Bryan went on after that, right? It must have. Yeah. Yeah, because that was the WrestleMania. That was like, that was a positive reinforcement of WWE for me in that period of Kyle being like, they're on the cusp. Right. (laughs) They have have all the right pieces. Yeah. Good workers Um, are not slotting them right. Exactly. And then it was Daniel Bryan holding up both belts and the crowd going, yes, 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 yes. Um, so it, that uh, – sorry to go on a tangent here. I, I know you were talking about something else. But um, that Yeselmania, I do remember watching that and being like, uh, something's wrong. <laughs> sorry. Lo siento. <laughs> You're fine. That's perfect. Um, so, yeah, the seeing Daniel Bryan, his wrestling caliber compared to other guys, uh, even sorry. now, like – what 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 do you expect for the future? Like let's 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 quick. We got five minutes left here on our uh, on our evaluated time, pal. Um, so <laughs> let's let's each of you like run down what your hopes and futures or your hopes and uh, like dreams for the next foreseeable future for WWE and AEW. Actually, with this new guard transition. So I I just I think you know WWE. Uh, has more consistent, consistent long term, long term storytelling 
um, and a little bit more focus on on wrestling, and maybe maybe you know with this PG thirteen uh, shift, maybe some some grittier storylines. Like um, I think they're they're headed in the right direction, and AEW's in a little bit of a, a lull right now. So it, it's interesting to see you know if this is going to be the momentum shift that it looks like. Um, and you've kept up with both products. Uh, you know, I, I actually, I don't get to watch as much as I, as I would like. I, I usually ca- at least catch dynamite, um, WWE. I don't watch their TVs, but I usually watch the pay-per-views. Um, and the, I get caught up pretty quickly on those. So, um, yeah, I'm more intrigued now by WWE TV, you know, see what they see where they go moving forward. Awesome. Will. Um, I mean, like, yeah, to, to, to echo what, what, what Jimmy said, but, uh, yeah, I think uh, Tony Khan has his work cut out for him. Uh, I think the relationships that Triple H has developed uh, is super important. You know, Johnny Gagarno, um, Sasha Banks, uh, and I think that, that that Sasha Banks relationship translates to the uh, Naomi relationship. So it is it is absolutely a a phase two like aw forming was phase one now that vince mcmahon is gone and triple h is booking is phase two so uh as a brand new fan where the uh the wwe product has not appealed to me uh once they once they start booking the storylines that i want to see it's it's a brand new ball game it is a brand new era that's awesome yeah, I'm looking forward to a lot of it. Uh, I could definitely see, like, specifically Adam Cole going back um, to where he's booked a little bit stronger again, and not being a manager and reside residing in that, that lane that Vince McMahon views him as because uh, Triple H always put him over strong. And seeing him at the top of a card at, like, a SummerSlam or a WrestleMania um, – you know, in matches oh, with Finn Balor, uh, <clears throat> um, Damian Priest, guys that are really workhorses that uh, have been kept on the roster, uh, which have been salvaged. So there's a lot of there's a lot of pieces that of this chess game <laughs> that can uh, be played in the foreseeable future, uh, especially with contracts coming up and things of that sort. Um, thank yeah. you guys so much for joining me. Um, this has been a lot of fun discussing the state of wrestling. Um, uh, uh we we can do it again. I'd love to do it again. So yeah, man, like uh, yes. discuss something uh coming up soon and uh do it again. Uh, as always, folks, thank you for joining us. Uh, we'll sign off here and I'll I'll give the plugs on the post edits. All right, guys. Thank you. Uh, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, um, I will a lot of fun. Edit and post, and then uh, get everything up pretty much by tomorrow. Thanks, guys. Good. All right, y'all have a good. All one. Right. Guys, have a good night. See you. God bless.